Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is your girl Melody, your fat ambassador, your out-of-the-box thinker, and this is another episode on Lot of Lip. Tuesday and I had a very nice week yesterday. I've come back. I went to Vegas. Um, I wanted to take my son. Very important for me to do. So this episode, I always say it's going to be short, <clears throat> but then sometimes it turned out to be a little longer. However, I really couldn't get my topics together today. So, um, yeah, I like I kind of did but then I kind of didn't so I of course I always have shit to get off my chest because like I said I I, I think a lot y'all not only do I think a lot I got a lot of energy bouncing inside of me and I know people always like yo you be over exaggerated but I'm telling you it's a lot going on I'm trying to do eight different things at one time as we speak, not include being a mom and work a full-time bullshit-ass job, but as they say, I'm blessed to be working. No, I'm not blessed to be working, because <clears throat> I don't really know if it's a blessing to work for a company that truly don't don't have your best interest, and I know it's a job, so it's not expected for them to have your best interests. However, I expect you to treat me the way you treat your customers. I expect you to value me the way you value your customers because without me, then your customers don't come. Your contracts don't come. Um, they can't be completed. They, they don't get approved without your employees there to work it. So if you do not appreciate and value your employees, then you get shitty work. If you get shitty work, then you don't get happy customers. And if you don't get happy customers, then motherfucker, you don't get business. So what I hate about corporations, companies, hospitals, airports, I fucking hate that eventually it becomes more about the money and less about the people who help you maintain your money and your contracts and your status so you can wear your funky ass suits and drive your expensive ass cars like you forget that there really are little people that you need because if these people do not come and stand in your stores huh, bitch you got to do it uh then you have your lifestyle is no longer yours. So um, I am blessed to be able to take care of my son. I'm blessed to be able to pay my bills. And, um, you know, I guess it's a blessing because you ain't really got some no pussy and everything, you know. So it's like, it's a blessing, but nah, baby, I got three months. And so I say no more because I... The pandemic really showed me that if you can work 12 and 16 hours for someone else, if you can bust your ass for someone else, if you can stand and articulate intelligently for someone else, you can do it for yourself. Not everyone, because everyone bring 
um, don't think that way. So I'm not saying, you know, everybody should be an entrepreneur. Everybody should open their own business. It's not for everyone. It's for me, though. It is for me because I've been working since I was 15. I've seen the ins and outs. I work with the crooked white people. I'm working for the um, the crooked niggas now. And I don't know, y'all. Like, I think... I hate to say this. I like working for the crooked white people versus the niggas. Just because, yo, one thing I'll say about the crooked white people, um, even though they know they fucking you, they put, like, a little bit of Vaseline on it. Just to lube you enough so they don't tear it or, you know, rip it, fuck it up too much. But just enough to get, ease it in and just give you a little satisfaction. Niggas don't do that. It's like y'all forget that you got, you know, you got to wipe a little ass when you finna fuck somebody. Like, niggas that just fuck you over and then come look you in your face like, oh, you worried? What happened? No, bitch, I'm not okay. Because you... You have really just disregarded my life. You disregarded my children's life. You don't give a fuck how I manage, how I cope. Like, during a pandemic, I know a lot of my coworkers heard me say I'm pandemically stressed out. I forget where I heard this word from, but it made sense. Because if you're working and you're essential and you are not receiving or you have not received any essential help, pandemic help, if your company haven't even came and really um, showed you their appreciation for you being in the field because they in the fucking office chilling, having daycare and shit in their office, then uh, mm, mm, eh, it's real hard to work and be happy. So, um, I don't even know why I went on that little rant, but I did have to get that shit off my chest because... That's where a lot of my focus has been, and it has made it easy for me to really be okay with not fucking. It has distracted myself, and my career path has kept me from not wanting to have sex, but it has kept me from needing to have sex, because for a while I used to think, I just need to have sex, and I I, I still, I do, but I don't. But the need is just more so for me. Like, I just like that release. I like that energy. I I like all of it. And, like, I don't... Like, I really like from the flirting phase all the way till it's time to take your clothes off and you get to see what it look like. Anyway, it has kept me from just focusing on the fact that uh, we haven't come in like eight months with someone else. Like we just haven't shared that with anyone. But it's okay because we've worked on a lot. We've I've achieved a lot. I've got so much done that I've been wanting to do for years, and I think I've just been distracted. And I never took the time out to do. I have so much more. I have a lot to go. I have way. I have so much more to do, but. I'm getting there, and I don't think I could have done it um, and had sex. And then again, I don't even want to say that. Because I think if I had the right energy, then I could. Well, my energy is good. Like, I can achieve a lot. But, you know, when I'm horny and emotional, I don't really get shit done because I can't focus. Like, I don't, I don't really like being emotional. So it's like I'll sit in pity, and then, you know, if I'm not fucking, then it's really bad. So... Yeah, not having sex right now and working on my goals has 
changed my outlook. It has made me okay with waiting, and I'm okay with that. So, I didn't really have to get into that shit, but I guess it needed to be said or whatever. Um, first thing I wanted to get off my chest, y'all, is this. Everyone needs to do a temperature check. When I say temperature check, I mean uh, get to know somebody before you assume you know what kind of freak they are. I like I think I look like a freak and I um you know I have a freaky background. Like I definitely have a freaky background, but I'm not like the new freak. You know, you're not sticking your fake dick in my ass, my ear. I'm not rapping. I'm I'm not doing anything with a real dick. Um, yeah, like, I don't want to do none of that shit. And I think when you approach me in that manner... It's going to go left because it could be taken one of two ways. Like, I could be offended because I don't know what will make you think such a thing. Like, I didn't say that to you. I didn't offer it to you. I didn't tell you that. I I don't understand. It's almost like men with the dick pics, right? If she don't ask you for a dick pic, if she don't ask you for a dick pic, I don't think you should send it. Don't even take it. Or you should send it to the girl you know likes the dick pics. Temperature. Check. Like, check the temperature. See if it's going to be hot or cold. If you're going to get the reaction you want. Or if you're going to get cussed out and ignored. Because I don't know who said I want to open my inbox to a dick. The assumptions. We, we've, I've talked about this before. The assuming you know. Without properly doing your investigation, your homework, asking, ask. I don't know why, like, people don't want to ask people shit anymore. It's like people are afraid to ask questions. I'm not. I never have been. I never will be. I want to know. And to, I guess I was just raised like that. Like, my grandfather used to tell me, cut that shit out. Like, you don't assume you know what someone else is thinking or wants because you're not them. And we operate on t- totally different um I don't know what's the word I'm looking for but we operate different we'll just put it like that like we just operate different so to assume that you like what I like and what I eat is going to make you shit and what makes me come is going to make you happy is stupid and we shouldn't and I really think that people I've become so afraid of just asking that a lot of situations probably could go in a different way if we would just do a temperature check. Hey, what do you you like? Or, you know, what what turns you on? What's good for you? What do you you need? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, Like, it's okay. No, I say that just because I feel like nowadays men just really walk up to you with their dick out, and I, I hate it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't even like dick. So it's like, ugh. 
<sighs> Why? And then my thing is, I can't, I've had dick before. So I get when people say you can never say never because it's not like I haven't had it before. So I've had it before. But the thing is, right? I just don't want it. And I, and I don't want to say that I'll never have it again. But if you don't approach me in the right manner, like, I don't know why I would ever want it because now I'm offended. Like, it's almost, like I said, almost like being with a virgin. You can't just walk up to any virgin and just automatically, oh, come on, we fucking, like, let's go. Like, no, like, you really got to, like, ease it, ease me into it. You know what I'm saying? I hate to say maybe, like, court. We don't court anymore. They actually have a conversation. See if I even want dick. You know what I'm saying? And then it's not to say that maybe I won't want your dick, but we may have to add something to your dick for me to even think in that direction. But you will never know because you've already offended me. I've already counted you out because now I feel disrespected. And I know some people can, but I can't. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like being disrespected. Like, once you disrespect me, I just feel like we got to fight. <laughs> or, or I don't know. Like, I just, disrespect is just, it's free. It's, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing. It takes no effort, really. So, it's like, my thing is you have to go out your way to disrespect somebody. And if you don't know my where my temperature is at, you don't know if it's a good day, bad day, hot day, cold day, if I'm exploring today, if I am I curious today. Like, if you don't know these things, you can't just assume that I'm just going to take it. Because what happens is, and even lesbians, even lesbians, I, even lesbians do it. You assume that because you're... I don't know, I guess in Atlanta, because you look a certain way, you drive a certain car, you may work a certain place, you assume that you are God's gift to pussy, and, you know, everybody wants to fuck you. No, ma'am. You, you, no, ma'am. It don't really work like that. You get what I'm saying? Because your energy, your attitude can make you really ugly, and it can really turn you off. And I just say that because it's this girl that works, well, she's not a girl, it's a woman. It's a woman that works at my job. And she's just so handsome and everything. And, like, she's just really fine. But she just has the nastiest attitude. And I think she be trying to flirt with me. But I just can't get with it. Because I feel like, bitch, I'll cut you out. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how skinny you are. I don't care what your previous bitch told you. I don't care what your previous bitch look like. And, like I say, as of... Last month, I was 209. I'm very confident in me, and I'm never going to be put in a situation where I feel as though, I don't know, like, you you know, like, we're not on an equal playing field. You get what I'm saying? But lesbians, they assume that, you know, you'll, you'll fuck them, too, just because of their past or because they feel... I don't know. Like, they got it like that, but you really don't if you don't do a temperature check to see if I even want what you're offering. That's all I'm saying. So, we have to bring back the temperature checks. I like the temperature checks. I like the courting. I like that. All of that. Because sometimes I just don't be turned on. 
and weird shit turns me on now. Like, I really be turned on by the weirdest shit. So, you know, I think I've said that before, too. What turns someone else on may not work for the next girl. So you shouldn't walk up to them with your dick out. You shouldn't walk up to them with the assumption that, oh, we fucking, or you like it like this, or you're that nasty, or you're that freaky. Because, nah, I might have only been freaky with the last person I was with because they put me in that mood. They put me in that vibe. I'm that kind of girl, too. Like, I don't think I fuck everybody the same. It's, it's just how you make me feel is what you get, I guess. And if you don't make me feel like, listen, if we just fucking, I'm totally cool with busting my nut. And it's, you got yours, I got mine, it was even. I can walk away, no problem whatsoever. But... Don't assume because I fucked my last girl this way that I'll fuck you that way. Because you may not inspire those emotions out of me. So that's all I was saying about that. Next thing I want to get off my chest is um, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to have somebody correct you. It's okay to learn it a different way. I think a lot of people nowadays are so afraid of being wrong or afraid of being looked at in a negative vibe even if they're negative as shit or even and wrong they just can't accept it it's almost like you have to force your opinion on someone and i just it's, it's, i don't like it don't force it on me because i don't care enough one and two if it don't sound right, then it just don't make sense. And sometimes you can have two different opinions about one subject, and that's just that. Nobody's wrong. Nobody's right. Plenty of ways to attack a situation or some situations. So, like, my thing is don't get so hung up on if you're not right. It's okay. Like, it's cool. Go pick up a fucking dictionary or encyclopedia or Google. Google. We have Google, Alexa, Siri, all these new bitches. Pick one up and just educate yourself now. But don't get so wrapped up now and being wrong or someone telling you something different that your attitude changes, your energy is negative. You, um, like you're just kind of a little angry whore. And I just, it's unbecoming because it makes the most beautiful person a nasty a nasty person, like a nasty person. Like a person who can't be wrong is just always defensive. They're always argumentative. They see life with the ugly glasses only. Like a person who really can't be wrong just, I don't know. They mean, and you don't really have to be. Because, like I said, it's okay to be wrong. Everybody can't be right. And you just, maybe you didn't know. And then if you don't know, then it's not really that you're wrong. It was just more so you just needed to inform yourself. And then after you inform yourself, then, okay, cool, we can move on. We can even move on with you being wrong if you don't be a dick about it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I just... We're all entitled to our opinions. 
the next thing so yeah okay so the next thing i want to get off on my chest i know a lot of people are probably gonna be like what the fuck is like what is wrong with you but um listen i've really been thinking about escorts and the people who buy them or whatever and i get it i really get what the money is for i get why you would rather pay for it sometimes than to not even if you can get it for free i understand finally why sometimes business is sex because being in this bubble that I've been in, not having sex, I've just realized that I, you know, like I don't want to deal with the emotional shit. <clears throat> I don't want to deal with trying to figure someone else out, especially when maybe they haven't figured themselves out or, you know, they have baggage that they don't want to unpack and truthfully i you know listen i'm at this point now if you don't want to work on yourself and heal yourself and do better i just don't really want to be bothered i don't want to deal with you i feel like you should go and i don't know find someone who likes to fix people because apparently there's a lot of people that don't mind fixing people i'm just not one of them people and i'm not saying that i'm not a deadbeat. Like, I'm not going to leave you in your time of need or anything. Or that I can't be there for you when you fall. But what I mean is, I don't... I, I can't fix you for you. Like, I can't give you the answers. And then you continue to sit in your shit. <clears throat> you continue to sit in your shit. And... Have pity. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people who are okay with their flaws being fucked up. They're okay with their past um, navigating the future. They're okay with holding on to the past that didn't help them learn anything um, or just hurt them. Like, I'm, I'm, I've dealt with enough people like that where I just... I don't want to. So I was like, I get it. If I could just pay for like an hour or two and just, you know, bust my nut. And then that's it. Now I have to expect nothing else. Okay. Because I think where I fuck up at is when the whole fuck friend starts getting too familiar. And then it's almost like, okay. Well, should I be fucking other people? Because we fucking, like, every day. And then not only that, you really get, mm, a little agitated. I'm saying you're about to go date other people. Because, see, I can be totally honest with someone. Like, listen, if you want to know, I'll tell you. If you don't want to know, then I'll never mention it. But, uh, but when I start getting emotional, like, I don't know. And I think sex makes me emotional. Or not necessarily make me emotional sometimes it just makes me want to keep it around and it's like if we fucking and i feel like we're gelling and we you know we're meshing we're cool then i don't mind exploring other options but if we're just not on that same page then 
it'd be a waste for me because now I'm totally invested and now I don't know what to do with these emotions that I've gained. And you've decided that, you know, you're not in there. I, I don't have time for that because you have a lot going on and then you just refuse to grow. Like, I see it every day. I, I don't have time in my life for it anymore. So it's like, yeah. And I now understand why millionaires have escorts, why they pay women to fuck them. <clears throat> and I never understood, like, why the really handsome uh, or pretty people did it. I never understood because it's almost like you don't have to. Like, you can get it for free. But sometimes, uh, sometimes free pussy comes with expensive headaches and heartaches. And it, it just don't even be worth the... It, it don't even be worth it. Like, you, for all that you went through, you still end up paying for it. Just in different ways. So it's just like, I get it. And I feel like when I'm like 45, I don't know, maybe not even that old. By the time my son graduates, so I'll be 38. By then, I just feel... I don't even know if they have lesbian escorts, but I don't know. I can find out. But I, if I'm not settled down, then I feel like I'm okay with that. And it's not like people would know because I don't got to fucking tell you that I bought some pussy. I could just buy the pussy, enjoy it, and that's it. All you'll know is, bitch, I'm in a better mood, happy, and cuss nobody out. I ain't threatening nobody, um, nothing. That's it. That's 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 it. So yeah, like I kinda uh, I had that thought. So, um, yeah. And then this next shit, right? It don't even like I couldn't even get I could have probably got these to flow if I'd have wrote them down differently. But this was just random. And um I guess another random episode today. But I wanna say but this is for young adults and kids and kind of like adults in their 20s, mid-20s or whatever. Like, even if you came from a fucked up past or a fucked up childhood, a lot of us have, or you experienced horrible things, you get what I'm saying? Or if you just had horrible parents or you know, you just you you've been down bad and you'd have had some situations that aren't right. When you reach a certain age, you gotta be determined to grow. You gotta be determined to do better. You gotta be determined to move on. You have to be determined to live the life that you wanted to as a child, but now as an adult. And you can't hold on to the negative, um, the negative shit. You just can't hold on to it because you'll you'll stay stuck in that broken place. And you'll never see your potential. You'll never know what you're worth. You'll never experience 
your greatness because you're still holding on to childhood grief. And it's hard. I know it's hard personally. So it's like, you know, when I talk to people, I think people, I don't know. I don't know if I just, if I look a way that says I've lived a happy life or maybe I don't know what a struggle is. Like, I don't know how I look to people. Apparently, I don't look 34. I got that. But, um, yo, I've had, like, a really interesting life. I I don't necessarily want to say rough because I know people who've had it rougher. I I don't even know if I can say rougher, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um. I know people who've had, like, some really horrible things happen to them. And I've had fucked up shit happen to me. But I guess I've lived. It didn't destroy me mentally. Like, I've always, I've had fucked up shit happen to me. But I've always been able to mentally bounce back, I guess. Or mentally just put it in a place where I keep going. But one thing that I've realized on these eight months of celibacy, that you just grow and you do better. And if you keep, if you keep, I'm trying to say this as clear as I can. If you keep harboring on your past and what your parents didn't do for you, what they didn't offer you, you end up just like them. And you end up wasting your good years. Because to make it to your your 18th birthday now is an honor. To live through your 20s is a fucking... Nowadays, it's a medal. It's a badge of... Like, you need a trophy. And then to get to your 30s is, is just an accomplishment now. So, to go through all those years living in, um, what's the word? You know, you live in hurt and pain. You live in your insecurities. Your flaws overtake you. You become an angry person, horrible person. Um, It's just like to live like that, you just waste them. You never know what you could have been. And I get it because your childhood years is what is your foundation. It's what, you know, you, I guess, you rely on. It's your memories. It's you. But it's not like you can't alter blueprints. It's not like you can't knock down walls and rebuild them. Knowledge is power. It's not like you can't train yourself, teach yourself to do better. I know a lot of people feel like they just can't. I just can't do it. I just can't think that way. I used to be one of them people because I promise you, I used to think that I could never go more than three months without sex. Bitch, I am at eight. And I am, I mean, I'm not great, but bitch, I'm here. So it's like when people, I hear people say, like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't change. You can you may not want to because it's different. You may feel as though it is um, 
weird. And some of the shit is weird. But you can. You can do it. You can try it. And then you never know because you may try something different and new. And it may elevate you to another level of life that you never experienced or thought was possible or capable. So I have totally, like, let go of my fears. Because I've lived in fear for a long-ass time. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it started early with being afraid to fail at a certain point. But then it became to a point where I was just failing and it was just like, fuck it. And then I just had shit happen and then it was just like, fuck it. And then with each phase, like, my wild years being a swinger, it was like, fuck it. Because that was just my independent, you know, I had my own car. I didn't have to have my own place. I was with my grandmother. I worked. I took care of me. And I can fuck who I want to fuck. And I ain't got to deal with nothing. I ain't got to answer to nobody. That was my wild phase. And then when the lesbian phase came in, then it was different. Because now I want to care and I want to love. And I want to have these emotions that everyone else had, but I don't know what to do with them. But they're there. And I embraced it. And, you know, it's been interesting. Oh, it's been interesting. But... I don't regret it. So now that I'm here in a celibate phase, um, in three months, I'm quitting my job. And I'm just, you know, I just want to build my own brand, my own company. I want to do so much. I want to open a gift shop. I want to open a cafe. I want to be a life coach. I want to, well, no, not even what I am because I am an author. I I do own an online gift shop. It's just, you know... I be, I be all over the place. And then when you work 8 and 12 hours and then you come home and you try to, you know, work on your business, it just, it take a little longer. So these three months, I'm just getting myself together so I can every day focus on my brand, what I need, like what I need to reach more people. Um, like, I think I want to reach more younger people. Just because, yo, like, I need y'all. I'm going to be old one day. I'm going to need help. The way that some of y'all think is so disturbing. Like, I never knew that I would care. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, I, this is why I'm going to stop fucking with these young babies. Like, I can't be no cougar. I'm not no, the the cougar life, man, it's just not for me. Because now... (laughs) I be concerned about shit that I just never was concerned about. And I don't even know why, but, yo, like, in the eight, like, we had it rough, too. But our mental is just a little stronger. Like, our mental is, goes a little further than the younger generations. <clears throat> Everything for them is just death like you just see the end of the tunnel before it's even there and it's just it's scary it's really scary because I can and and let me not say the cougar in me because it's probably not just that the fact that I have a son now and he's 14 like I feel like I have to worry about these things because I need my son here forever or as long as I just need him here with me and I worry about these things, and I just want y'all to know, like, yo, it is 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 bad, but it gets, yeah, 
it gets better. It gets okay. It's not, it doesn't stay there. I want to say that. So it's just like, you know, teach yourself better. Teach yourself the love that, oh, excuse me, y'all. Teach yourself the love that you didn't receive from your parents. Teach yourself the loyalty, the trust, the honest, like, you know, teach yourself these things. And then, you know, I feel like the more you learn, the law of attraction or secrets of attraction, law of attraction, whatever is real. And ever since I've been working on myself, I've had moments of where I just didn't know that I don't know, I guess that I, I don't want to say affected people because I don't, I haven't reached the point where I am, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm not no celebrity or I'm not an influencer or I'm, you know, like, I'm just not one of those kind of people that's out there or I never try to portray myself or whatever, but in the last eight months, I've had people tell me, you know, how, I guess, you know, I make their day better or I brighten their day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people who don't normally talk, you know, they speak or whatever. Older people, young people. Like, it's been so interesting. I've had people give me things for free that I just be feeling like you don't really have to. Like, you know, I don't pay for it, but I just... I don't know. Not to say that I've been a horrible person, but I have been a person who's lived in fear of being open with people. Like, I've been afraid to just trust people. And then I've been afraid to just let myself go and be vulnerable with people. Like, I'm very social, but I'm not really personal. And that's been, like, one of my biggest things. I think that's, like, one of the reasons why I'm not in cliques and I don't have big <clears throat> groups of friends. Because I have lots of people that I know. I, and I have lots of popular people that I know. But I'm just not, I'm not clicky. And I'm just not, I don't want to be around people. And then I feel like I'm. I, people like to talk to me. But sometimes I just don't be wanting to get personal with people. I don't want to get deep in people's business. Or I used to be like that. Now it's different. Now people just talk to me and I just listen and I talk back to them. And it's just weird when I have them come back to me and they're just like, oh my God, like, you know, thank you. And you're just always so nice and you're so positive. And, you know, because I've lived a very angry life and I've lived a very fearful life. I keep saying that because I've really lived in fear. And,. I guess I don't want to get too deep, but I guess my last situation, when it ended, it just made me feel like, oh, here we are again, and it made me feel like a horrible person, and it made me just doubt all of my positive features. Like it, it was, it just was stupid I hated it and so then I guess the next eight months I started reading self-help books I started talking to some more old uh, my elders um I just started talking to even the younger people I started talking to you know what I'm saying like I like talking to the young people because they just 
Hey, y'all wild. Y'all is really wild and crazy. And I don't know what fucking world y'all live in, but goddamn, come back to earth. But I love it because I don't think that way. Oh, I used to think that way, and I've kind of... Uh, I Maybe I've lost the way, so it's interesting to talk to the new people. Um, I've, you know, Googled certain things on websites. I write. I pray. I meditate. I do a little bit of everything. So it's like I know that it's capable to change your adulthood. It's capable to change your mindset. And you should never be okay with being negative Nancy. Like, there are so many people who are okay with just being negative and angry and nasty and hating people and okay being alone and not having friends and not being in relationships and feeling like everyone hates them and against them and it's stupid because there are a lot of people that might want to be with you but don't nobody want to be around that vibe because it's icky and eventually you do icky shit because you don't have no positive outlook you don't have nothing happy to think about so you just do dumb shit and I don't know. You just don't have to. Like, you never have to be the person your parent was, I guess. Like, I'm learning. I'm learning and I'm growing. So that's why I say, like, it's possible. And, you know, I just want everybody to kind of embrace themselves. Embrace change. Embrace growth. Like, you can you can grow and be you. You can change certain shit and still be you. You can hold on to what uniquely makes you you and gain knowledge of new shit. It's so possible and it's so worth it. Is that this is so worth it? Yeah, it's worthy. It's worthy. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, but um that's really all I had to get off my chest this morning. Like I said, I think next week I'm going to do it on my journey. I This week I just had a lot. Like I said, I came back from Vegas. And now I watched this. Um, one of my Facebook friends. I can't really pronounce her name. I don't know if she will want me to. But one of my Facebook friends suggested this video on YouTube. The Secrets of attraction or the law of attraction one of them and I watched it and it was really interesting because I realized that since I've changed my mindset and I've just told myself we're not going to be afraid we are not going to keep saying we can't we don't we not um and we're just going to do like ever since I've started doing that I've I've been happy and not happy just you know making impulsive decisions but I've been happy with the outcome like I'm a business owner and I have to keep saying that because I forget sometimes but I've been wanting to be a business owner since I was 12. I wrote a book and as soon as I work out this last little kink I'm going to publish it and then I'm going to say that I am an independent self-published author which I wanted to be since I picked up Fly Girl, Omar Tyree, and Zane Addicted. I think those were my first two books that I read in middle school. Yes. <clears throat> I read those two books. And then I read 
Eric Jerome Dickey, and then I started writing. And ever since then, I wanted to be an author. And at first, I wanted to be, and not even at first, because I still do. I still want to be with a published publishing company or um, publishing house, whatever they're called. But I want to be with the kind of publishing house that helped me grow. Like, don't just treat me like the fucking, um, the cow. Like, and it's the cow factory. And I'm just hooked up to the machine to write your shit to make you money and or whatever. You get what I'm saying? And not saying that everyone does that because that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I want to be in a publishing house that helps me grow, mentors me, um, teaches me different things about the business, teaches me different aspects. Like, that's the kind of publishing house that I want to be in. But first, I want to be an independent one because I'm I'm really independent. And I want to try the independent route because I want to learn a lot of shit on my own. And not that I necessarily want to do it on my own. It's just this first go around, if it fuck up, I can't blame nobody but me. And that's just how I want to keep it this time. So, you know, I'll be a published independent author. Um, you know, I just... I want to open up a nonprofit in my son's name. Like, I just have so much that I want to do and I'm going to do. And I just know that it's because I just started to change my outlook. I've, I've addressed my demons. I did. I did. I told y'all. I wrote it all down and I burnt it. But shit that I just forgot about, that I could remember bits and pieces or whatever and then I just let it go and then I just realized everything that happened to me it wasn't my fault so I mean I could have made better decisions but I learned I lived I grew that was important so um I just been working and thinking and since I'm not having sex I've kind of managed to, I don't know, get something to come off my brain, y'all. I managed to um, relax my nerves. I'm not as defensive. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, um, sorry about the interruption. And I just didn't feel like snipping, editing, cutting, but you know, I'm still in high school. Even though my day is off. So, I think that's going to be this show. Um, I just wanted to get some shit off my chest. Like I said, the other, you know, my other, on my journey, I'm going to get to that next week. Because I've been thinking of some different things. And I need to order some more equipment so I could just be a little better. I could be a little clearer. And I need to work on my marketing so, you know, I can reach more people, I suppose. Because... I'm committed, and that is why I had to get the shit off my chest, because I want to stay committed. I think that's important also on my rehabilitation to, uh, you know, create goals and actually accomplish them, keep them going, not just write them down and then throw them away, or just write them down and push them to the side. Like, I want to do that. So, yeah, y'all, that was just it. And like I said, like, I, the, okay, so the last thing that I was talking about, like, the growth and change is just so important. Like, 
it's just important. You can be a better you. And you don't need someone else to tell you to be a better you. And you don't need someone else to guide you to be a better you. I know it seems like we do because you it feels good to have um, reinforcement. It feels good to have someone else acknowledge what you know. But even if someone doesn't, bruh, go in the mirror and acknowledge it for yourself. Because you still count. You're still a person. Um, I don't know. Before other people can see what you want them to see you have to see it to make them believe it and I guess I just didn't know that like I really have been working on being a better me I still cuss a lot um my opinion is so filtered um I'm still a little stubborn you know what I'm saying but I'm I'm just open now to things that I wasn't open before. I look at love differently. I'm looking at sex differently. I'm looking at people differently. Um, I'm evaluating my old situations and correcting myself. Not necessarily what, you know, my old ghost did because, you know, whatever. <sighs> Those people. Um, and realizing that, you know, we could have did so much. We could have did things differently. We could have changed. And I think in a lot of my situations, I didn't want to change because I just felt like, why should I if you don't? But now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking when it comes to love, someone is going to always be the person who does more. And then it made me think that's really not true because you're going to always do more in different categories or different fields but it's never going to be equal and it's never going to be reciprocated or it's not going to be given back to you the way that you may want it to be but the important part is that it's given back so you know I've just been reading and teaching myself things that no one ever taught me or I chose to ignore and it has been pretty fucking good it's been good now my my love life is still sucks but it sucks good though like it sucks in a good way <clears throat> excuse me it sucks in a good way where you know I'm I'm not I'm not angry I'm not mad um I'm not lonely but I'm not settling and I'm just Watching the soul ties that, you know, I want to introduce myself to. So, that's it, y'all. That's all I had to say. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm definitely getting off my WCW. So, until then, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.